All right, you want me to dive into it? Let's go. All right. Well, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Three Nerds Walk Into the Bar podcast. As always, I am joined by two lovely gentlemen who I will let themselves introduce themselves. If that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, everybody? This is and I'm Brandon Satterwhite. And I am Paul Cox. Thank you for taking some time out of your day to listen to us talk about random stuff that is going on in our lives and that we enjoy talking about. Uh, As we just were mentioning, we're always here to just have fun about it, guys. So, um, you know, as usual, we'll dive into the news. And we were saying it felt like a slow week. Uh, Maybe no big stock market release is coming up. D23 isn't coming up. People are just like, you know what? We don't have to release anything right now. So I'm, from, from what I can remember, not too much. I know uh, you guys might have a few things, but I'll let you take the floor on those. Um, the only thing I heard that was kind of, I thought was cool is that, uh, what's his name? Rick Moranis might be returning for Ghostbusters. Oh, nice. Which which would be really cool. I don't know if everybody knows this story, but uh, Rick Moranis' wife passed away um, while his kids were young, so he stepped away from acting to raise them, which is really cool. Um, And now that they're adults, he's open to getting back into into movies, so this might be his his return to film. That'd be great. I mean, him him as an actor kind of defined my not defined my childhood but like talk about some like key classics from my childhood obviously ghostbusters and then you have i mean um what's it honey i shrunk the kids little giants uh, and little giants Giants, and the space balls like (laughs) yeah I know he was in. I think what's that little shop of horrors? I watched that once, and I mm-hmm. don't. I, mean, I don't remember it too much. But like, you got Spaceballs, Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters one and two, Honey I Shrunk the Kids, and that whole stuff, and Little Giants. Like Little Giants, I know not on genre here, but Little Giants was a great sports movie, and it's on Disney Plus if yeah. anybody hasn't seen it. And it's just a fun sports movie with the yeah. icebox, and it's just oh, great, great <laughs> and, stuff. Uh, the Flintstones, too, which wasn't the greatest movie, but Holly Oh, Berry. man, I forgot he was in that. I used to love that movie. Yeah. Well, who, he, who was he in the Flintstones? Barney. Oh, he was. Oh, my God. He, was. Got all, he had a crazy filmography for just that short amount of time. Yeah. Yeah. He really did. So, yeah. I'll be, uh, he was in a, and it might have been the Super Bowl last year, but he was in a commercial with Ryan Reynolds for something. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, a while back, which was like the first time he had been in front of a camera in forever. But um, yeah, I, I hope it's true. It, it'll be good to see him back on the That's screen. Cool. Yeah, that that would be cool. Yeah, I'm pretty sure his kids are all of age now, and he can kind of just go out and do what he loves again. So I'm glad he's getting like an opportunity to do such. Yeah, yeah, that would be good for him. Uh, not news, but I guess just reaction. Um, this may have been last week, um, and I completely missed this, but I guess Chris Hemsworth is going to be freaking Hulk Hogan in a biopic, and I saw a picture, I guess his wife posted a picture of him on social media. I mean, he, he, we knew he was, he's Thor for fuck's sake, but damn, that dude's jacked. (laughs) I have not heard of this, but now I have to look it up. Like, he is a big guy and so but i'm just excited that's gonna be a fun move yeah you know he's gonna ham that up <laughs> no dude is huge jesus christ <laughs> yeah this part of the picture that is crazy yeah that looks uncomfortable <laughs> having that See, much like... muscle here to that <laughs> <laughs> i couldn't get to sleep with that i mean jesus christ <laughs> <laughs> the diet and the workout routine it must be crazy i'm pretty sure he's ready to get this over with yeah, I don't know how The Rock does it to every day. Like, yeah, like no days off. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's crazy. So, 
but before we digress into crazy workouts um <laughs> anything big from this week's news i, I I'm, again, um i did find something actually hmm. uh misha green who was the writer director of lovecraft country uh she got signed on to write and direct the next tomb raider movie um i don't know if you saw the last one that came out a couple of years ago i did i, I did saw not. i saw it I remember not enjoying it, but I also saw it like late at night when my wife had already gone to bed. <laughs> I, I hear you, man. Uh, well, she's on for the next one. I think that's super dope. And, you know, it's more opportunities for people to actually, you know, hey, hopefully the next one is good, you know? So, so is it a sequel or she's part, uh, is it a reboot? Uh, a sequel. Okay. I actually enjoyed the last one. So, I mean, I, I you know, it can only go up, but hey. I heard good things about. Like, I heard mixed reviews about it. I mean, yeah. I think people. Yeah, I think you got your older people who are still going to be stuck on. Oh, well, it's not Angelina Jolie anymore. I don't care about it not being too <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> Which is terrible to have, but I think some people will admit to that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It was. It's a bit like just sit down and watch something movie is obviously not oscar material or anything like that but it was an, i thought it was like a fun watch i th- I mean i thought lovecraft country was very well written so mm-hmm. yeah for sure i'm sure she'll she'll come with something crazy yeah and i mean you say oscar worthy but did um that girl win an oscar the actress i forget her name it's blanking now uh, I can't pronounce her name. Alicia. Those were actually some fun video Blank games. Ginger? I feel like there was. Yeah, it's been a while since I played them. Uh, the PlayStation 2 was probably the last time. I believe there was one that was kind of like an arcade RPG one that was like on the Xbox Marketplace. That was a lot of fun, I remember. I don't remember what it was. Oh yeah, she got an Oscar for a uh, best supporting actress for the Danish girl. She was in Ex Machina as well. Oh, she's been in some. I I haven't known her to uh, be in a lot of things, but uh, yeah, apparently she's pretty popular. She's won a lot of awards. So hmm. yeah, you got an Oscar next to your name. Yeah, you get a tune later. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right well diving you know away from the news and diving into what was another crazy episode of wandavision i i don't know even know where to begin guys like so many thoughts i think uh you know, I believe Brandon was saying that, that he's thinking, or maybe it was DL. It was one of you two talking about how that you thought that they would start to bring up the brother, uh, Pietro. And um, you kind of could see, like, obviously saw that towards the end. But, you know, seeing it some more, um, you know, seeing her starting to use her powers and realize something's wrong, even more. Same with Vision. I think that's, I think that's the first time you really see Vision not re- realizing that there's something wrong in this going on even more but um i'll be quiet and i'll let you talk to you two talk you know <laughs> see the overview of it um i guess we'll start with what was your best part what was, what was your favorite part of that episode um for me it was the ending the to finally you know we got a bit more of a reveal still don't know what's going on but um i guess they they give you more evidence that there's definitely something's not right, mm-hmm. which we've known, but they kind of, you know, peel that back for you, let you see more of that. So I, I would say that was probably um, my favorite part. And then I also enjoyed the acting um, and I should have looked up her name, but uh, Monica Rambeau, mm-hmm. just the way she's like in character is Geraldine and then like snaps out of it remembers who she is and then just kind of slips back into it so I enjoyed the way the actors are handling pretty much playing dual roles for everything yeah I like that a lot uh, I don't know I kind of liked a lot of things just uh, the Billy and Tommy references to the twins of uh, Wanda and Vision was kind of like dope to see mm-hmm. and hear 
for sure. Uh, and uh, yeah, Wanda is definitely sort of a villain in this. It looks like it's uh, I'm really interested to see like what they do with this because she didn't have to toss her out like that, boy. I tell you. <laughs> yeah, I'm starting to think the whole like, "Are you okay, Wanda? Who's doing this to you?" is because they assume that she's being attacked. But mm-hmm. yeah, I think it's just like the little safe haven she's built. Yeah, maybe it, that's uh, her getting defensive of that. Her that's interesting. Yeah, she wants to stay with Vision, and he has no idea. But it alludes to the neighbors being aware. Yeah, I liked that part with yeah. Vision talking to uh, Agnes and um, oh, she was Herb. Herb. I think. Yeah, Herb. I, that was an interesting part because like, clearly they want to say something about Monica Rambeau, but they you know, like are still trying to be safe. Are they like being forced by somebody else or they just afraid like i don't know yeah mm. and then too i guess the reveal that now it seems like this is actually like a physical place that she's warped and it's yeah. not just her mind like they kind of really show you like she is actually warping reality and, and this 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 might be me just thinking outside the box now that you said that with how maybe it is they are trying to break in and they figured out how to get Monica Rambeau in there. And that's why, you know, she got kicked out, obviously, but that's when they're saying she has no she it's not a place in her vision. Yeah, that. So, yeah, and, uh, a lot going on, I'm sure. Brandon, I'm sure you'll dive into your thought, your uh, your <laughs> schemes. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I, I honestly just I can't really say anything outside of the fact that like they're trying to figure out what's going on. They sent Geraldine and well Monica in there, and she just kind of blew her cover before she could figure everything out. But it, at the same time, it's also like the what the neighbors said is what really kind of got because it's like they were trying to figure out who Geraldine is and like why was she hanging out with them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was it was pretty. I'm interested to see the next episode for sure. I gotta know what happens. I did read two crazy. Well, I don't know if they're crazy because they make a lot of sense theories online. Um, so I can't take credit for these. I read them on Twitter, uh, which may not be the best place to get information, but <laughs> or the perfect place, <laughs> or the perfect place. Yeah. So one of the theories is that. Uh, much like Ultron and Age of Ultron um, just went to the internet or how Jarvis was hiding out, that Vision may have transferred his consciousness before Thanos killed him. And Shuri gave gave Wanda the idea that he could live without the stone. So this reality is where she's trying to like piece him back together. Hmm. So that's a physical place. Um, She tried to find somewhere secluded where she would have time to do it. And she kind of just got wrapped up into this life she started creating. And that's what, y'all know, Brandon, you mentioned in the first episode when Vision keeps asking, like, what is it that we do here? He's helping her put himself back together. Like, okay. that's the information that's being processed. So I thought that was a pretty cool theory. And then the other was just that it was just this place she's created for herself, but she's, so, you know, in this episode, um, she mentioned she was a twin and she lost her brother. So it's saying that she's kind of another example of the realities being warped. She's merged Vision and her brother. Cause I don't know if you guys noticed, like they pretty much show Vision with super speed in this episode. I saw yeah, but he had that. He had that. And that's what everybody's at, like a everybody split on that. They're like he could fly fast, but he couldn't run fast. So people are like, did she give him her brother's powers? But that is, to me, that was the kind of same special effect they had in um, Age of Ultron when he's flying around. So I don't know. Yeah. It might be a reach. So obviously, I always get these when I sit down and talk to people about it. And it's, and this one just kind of pops into my head. What if it's a timeline we're not thinking of? 
What if it's the timeline uh, after Ultron? Because Monica Rambeau would be the appropriate age still because remember, she's young in the 1984 Captain Marvel and she's supposed to be older now. So like Ultron age, that would make sense for her to be around what she's looking there. But they don't reference anything else. You know, I mean, she says, yeah, I know she, he got killed by Ultron. Obviously, there could be a lot more references to anything else. But what if it's in that time where her and Vision are, you know, after Civil War and, like, when they're hiding out or maybe even, like, in between, uh, I guess, before Infinity War, like, when they're hiding. Because remember, they're like, I always want to have these moments with you. What if this is her creating this moment and then, like, I don't know. Uh, maybe that's just too big of a uh, thought process. No, thinking I'm, out loud while I say that. Because they were um, not really on the run together, but I guess he was meeting up. She was on the run. Mm-hmm. But then I guess I just don't know how that ties into S.W.O.R.D. Maybe it's like they created some place that S.W.O.R.D. just kind of appears. I don't know. Like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, have you guys heard? I, I think somebody mentioned mentioned it about the the Memphisto theory. I have uh, heard a little bit about it, but enlighten me, please. Uh, so kind of like with the kids, uh, Billy and and Tommy, they were created through like kind of fragments of like uh, Memphisto's energy and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, this is kind of like a potential tie-in to Doctor Strange. Maybe he's, you know, because I think that was confirmed, right? Uh, Yeah, I think so, yeah. Yeah, like maybe that's the tie-in. Doctor Strange is trying to fight off Manfisto and the hold he has on Wando or something along those lines, maybe. Or they just could have pulled the sons from, from the comics and just, you know, made up something else entirely. So there's that, too. So I think that's what Marvel does so well, though. And I mean, DC, too, is, at some point, it's just like there's so much source material that everybody wants to try to tie this to that. But if you really look at it, like a lot of the source material is more of like the characters and how they progress, not like exact word for word storylines. Like, mm-hmm. yes, there's some storylines to it, but like they have brilliant writers in those rooms writing different stories yeah. and just because if it like i remember talking to my uh, local comic shop um one day and he goes man i hate the movies and i was like really why and he goes because i get too many dumb people coming in here trying to figure <laughs> things out i literally had a dad come in with his son and they said after infinity war he said hey where's the comic that shows me what happens at the end of infinity war i want to give it to my son because it's it, it's not written it's a movie and his son got so mad and i was just like that's terrible <laughs> yeah that's uh, i didn't know if people were like had that thought process sorry little billy <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so i mean who knows where they're gonna go with it yeah. yeah even with the origins of like wanda and uh quicksilver is like they came from the mines like it wasn't they're not magneto's kids you know i saw it like what paul was saying they could really just take this stuff that's why i kind of had to add a little tidbit like they could have just pulled it from whatever and just kind of used it as like a basis but yeah Mm -hmm. another fun theory i did see is that all these commercials are actually the commercials within the tv show are uh infinity stones uh, I was gonna say I heard that um, heard one that the uh, commercials the couples in the uh, commercials are her parents. Mm. That's mm. a good one too. But who knows? I mean, we're three yeah. episodes in. Yeah, and honest, they're gonna do so much. <laughs> but like for how much fun I think that episode was. Like I don't know if there was too much that actually moved the story along until the last two three minutes of that episode oh yeah definitely (laughs) like a lot of that was just them joking around and making fun of 70s uh, sitcoms (laughs) i'm really excited for whenever they get to the to the 90s yeah that'll be fun uh i have a question for you gentlemen 
why did they not show Agnes with her, her his her wife, her husband, excuse me, in the first two episodes, but then show him here? Like, do they just not reference it? Like, am I am I missing something, or am I overthinking that? They still haven't shown him, have they? Yeah, this is Herb. I thought they were married. See, that's what I thought, Herb. No, nah, I mm. think Herb's just a different neighbor. Yeah. I think that she just walked uh, up on. He was, uh, oh, yeah, she, he was on the little the night watch, uh, neighborhood watch. I, well, yeah. I, well, no, I remember who he was. No, I knew who he was. I thought they were married. So I thought they were coming out like she was coming out and helping him after he fucked up their wall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what was that about, actually? <laughs> yeah, I don't... I don't know. I think, I think Agnes, other than than Monica or Geraldine, I think Agnes might be like the only other real person there. Hmm. And maybe it's like Wanda's mind and whoever is someone else may be playing a role in this, and Agnes works for them. So these constructs that Wanda has created, like maybe they, when something's not right, they act strangely. Like uh, the lady in the second episode who broke the glass. Like something goes on when they get questioned, or the ball's choking in the first episode. But I think Agnes might be like the only other real person, hmm. and that's why she was like, "Don't say anything," because she didn't want to break the construct or whatever is going on. So much to digest. <laughs> uh, six episodes left, though. I'm I'm making sure right now. Six episodes left. It'll be interesting. This weekly thing is killing me. It's not killing me, though. Because then we can actually sit here and talk about it. Instead of digest the whole thing and then be done with it. I I like the... I'm not going to lie. I like the weekly TV shows much more than the uh, binging and sitting down because... And I just feel dirty after I've watched like, 20 episodes <laughs> or something. You get up like eight hours later, just disgusted, filled with Dorito dust and just, uh... <laughs> Exactly. It depends on what it is. If it's something current like this, I'd rather watch them one, maybe two at a time. Like when Stranger Things was out, I didn't just binge all of it. But if it's something I'm behind on, like Game of Thrones, I was way behind when I started that. And I enjoy the binge watching mm-hmm. I'll give you that I like binging when I know it when I know there's enough episodes that it's going to get me somewhere so I don't necessarily want to binge eight episodes but I'll binge like 30 episodes over a couple of days <laughs> yeah I've been taking my time with uh the chilling adventures of Sabrina especially because it's like the last season that we're ever going to get so it's like I'm just kind of taking my time with it yeah, I think then you end up enjoying it, enjoying it a little bit more, taking your time, yeah. digesting the episode. Because if you're binging it, you're just digesting it one after another, and you're like, "Oh wait, what happened in that episode?" Yeah, you bring up but a point. I understand binging too. I say this when I literally have only probably about two and a half, three hours every day to watch TV unhinged that's either <laughs> uh blues clues or sesame street right now so <laughs> <laughs> they still do blues clues or is this like reruns oh uh, yeah man no they're 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 on their third uh person oh wow um all right so this is this is something folks we have one of a first in a very long time that brandon satterwhite has actually watched a trailer <laughs> and and like it's a miracle um and uh you know i'm gonna let him take a charge of this um i'm gonna be honest the only reason i watched this trailer was because twitter just kept talking about it and i said i have to look at this because honestly i probably wasn't even gonna watch it i really only avoid trailers for things that i just know 100 percent i'm gonna go see regardless but man, this I'm going to I'm I'm going to see this. If the the theater is open, I will be in there with uh well a large popcorn. Ladies and gentlemen, he he's he's talking about Godzilla versus Kong. Oh, yeah, I should have left um, with that, huh? 
<laughs> like the uh, suspense building there. <laughs> but yeah, I think I'm with you on this one, Brandon. Um, this this is one of those movies you have to see in the theaters. Like you, as you said, you don't care. You're going in there with a the large popcorn. This is one of those movies you have to see in the theaters. I'm not going to because I have a child <laughs> and I don't want COVID. <laughs> but like might risk that for the COVID. Yeah, man. They, they did clean all those seats, man. Don't worry. You'll be good. <laughs> <laughs> but, man, no, it was amazing. I I actually want to go, because I didn't look at the last Godzilla movie or the Skull Island movie. Really? Yeah, I, I just really had no interest. I saw the first Godzilla that came out maybe 2014. With um um our boy Matthew Broderick. Oh no 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 not Matthew Broderick. Uh, the dude that uh, played Quicksilver was in it. Yeah. Oh oh. Yeah. Um. Anyway, Brian Cranston was in it and all that. Oh, that one. That one's not bad. Yeah, but I just thought it was all right, and I was just you know I just really didn't have a desire to keep watching more of that. But they're very okay. popular and. I see that I am just, you know, I wasn't informed enough to know how cool it was, and I have missed out. So I need to go back and do my research and homework and get that because this movie looks great. Well, did you watch Kong Skull Island? Because this is gonna isn't this what it's gonna be? Like, yeah, I didn't see that at all. That... I saw that one clip of that dude with the grenades and the monster flicked him to the mountain and didn't <laughs> matter. But other than that, I haven't seen anything from Kong Skull Island. <laughs> I I enjoyed Kong Skull, Skull Island. I did. Actually. It was, I, did. I thought it was pretty good. I like that one too. I'll check it out for sure. Um, I'm pretty sure I can find it streaming somewhere. So. Yeah, I thought we were going to get another Kong solo movie before they... I knew this is where they were headed, but I, I'm, yeah. I'm not upset with it. Uh, I'm not either. When you have freaking King Kong swinging a fucking axe and the Godzilla <laughs> blowing his blue electric fire, uh, dude, sign me up. Take my money. then, Dude, Kong was giving Godzilla the hands. I said, oh my God. See, on paper... <laughs> On paper, I feel like Godzilla should win easily. Like, like Paul said, it just blows the radioactive fire or whatever it is at Kong. But Kong looks like he's going to whoop his ass easily. Did you not see Kong with the axe that absorbed <laughs> his little blue whatever? Hey, Dragon Breath shut all that down. <laughs> Coming with these opposable thumbs to whoop your ass, boy. <laughs> okay, so there was for a timeline reference it is going godzilla the 2014 one that we were just talking about with um brian Crasson and aaron taylor johnson and then the 2019 godzilla that i did not see the most recent one that had um millie bobby brown 11 in yep it. yeah oh, okay she's in this as well good for her and then and then Kong Skull Island was 2017, so 14, 17, 19 in this one. So, okay. Was there one before Skull Island that I need to look at for Kong? I don't know. Nah, that I was the first Kong one for this franchise. Yes. Okay. For the monster verse, as they call it. Yeah. I mean, Kong Skull Island has some heavy, heavy hitters, too. It did, and... It was more of a, I guess, like a period piece. So that's why I thought we were going to get another con because that's like a major time jump. Yeah. It is. That is true. Okay. So set in 73 during Nam. Oh, yeah. I'm looking but, at yeah. the cast now. Like, Jesus. It had man. half the Avengers in it. So <laughs> it did. It did. <laughs> oh, Brie Larson in this? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Brie Larson, Samuel Jackson, Tom Hiddleston. Yeah. John Goodman. My boy is John C. Reilly. I like John, John C. Reilly. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh, uh, Corey Hawkins. They got young Dr. Dre in here, too. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, wait, hold cool. on. That's Jason. Dude, so they got NWA and the Avengers teaming yeah. up against the... <laughs> they got Easy and Dr. Dre rolling with Nick Fury. 
That's awesome. That's funny. It's a, it's a it's a you know what that might be on HBO Max, but that's a fun watch. I, I believe it is. I'm not a hundred percent, but I believe it is. Sorry, my tradition is continuing. I have a movie on in the background on HBO Max. I was watching uh, uh, Gotham by Gaslight. That's a good one. Mm, that's the Jack the Ripper story, right? Okay, yeah, yeah I gotta check that out. But I'm excited for that. I think that is one of those first trailers that I've seen where I've been like, "Damn, I can't go to the theaters." Like, I want to see that in the theaters, you know? I'll Facetime you. I appreciate that. So instead of going to the theaters, we're gonna legally stream something on my phone that's much smaller (laughs) than my TV. Uh, Uh, Yeah, Kong Skull Island is on HBO Max. Yeah. They got Godzilla King of Monsters on here too. So King of the Monsters, excuse me. Let me get this title correct. Uh, looks like he's about to lose that title. Yeah, how does that work? He's the King of the Monsters, but Godzilla was giving him good hands out. Like, come on now. Also, oh, I know what Kevin Durant saying. picked Godzilla to win. Sorry, you know Kong is gonna win. Mm-hmm. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, Godzilla just might go join the <laughs> Godzilla starts tweeting from his burner account. I'm sorry, it's not a Kevin Durant slander podcast. <laughs> it's not. There's probably plenty of those out there. Um, <laughs> uh, going back on the news part, sorry to dive back part because, uh, yeah, no. Godzilla versus Kong will be on HBO Max same day, which is what we were talking about, wishing we could see it in the theaters. But that little one-minute trailer that they dropped where it's Warner Brothers same day premiere, I mean, it's got some it's got some teases for some big movies in there, too. I mean, obviously, Godzilla versus Kong, but you saw Space Jam. You saw a few others, like, just some good stuff looking forward yeah. to. You saw this... Uh, Mortal Kombat, like I'm watching it right now. Like I just saw Sub Zero freezes knife, like for, specifically for genre movies. Like I'm mm-hmm. excited. Probably not. Suicide oh, Squad. Sorry. No, sorry. Not to say probably not really in the realm of this podcast, but they have the Denzel movie coming out this Friday, I think. Yep, that'll be fun. So y'all, y'all let me know how that is. Which also, again, I guess since we're doing news, I did see that. Um, Christopher Nolan is probably ending his contract with Warner Brothers over the whole streaming issue. Dude, like, really? <laughs> yeah, so. It's not Warner Brothers' strict decision. Like, they're owned by AT&T. Like, is uh, is above them right now. Like, they can't do anything about it. I mean, but that is, is also his right to, you know, but okay, guy. Yeah, I would say he's probably like one of the few people who definitely makes a movie for the movie theater experience. Mm-hmm. That in mind, like he doesn't just point a camera at something and put it out. Not to discredit what anybody else does, but that's the hallmark of his movies. I feel. Nah, man, stand up, stand on your shade to, to everybody else. See, like, don't nobody make good movies. Just for no, no, because I mean, if Disney Plus has uh Black Widow tomorrow for 40 bucks. I'm going to pay it and watch it in my living room. Okay. Yeah. It's been so long since we got a Marvel movie. Yeah. I'm mad at it. Would I regret it later? Possibly. But I'd do it. I don't think so. I don't think we have like a a Wonder Woman 84 situation (laughs) on our hands with that. I think that's just. uh... Oh, yeah. I hope not either. I hope not. Yeah, I would hate for Marvel's first miss since Thor the Dark World would be Black Widow movie. Like how crazy. Because is that? she's been long. She she's been long over. Yeah. She should have no offense no offense to Brie Larson or anything like that. I like Captain Marvel, but she should have gotten her stand mm-hmm. movie. Before she ago. died. Like what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think they're so focused on finishing that story that they just they threw Captain Marvel in there because they knew they would need her for the final yeah. fight but yeah I think they should have made room somewhere in there uh, for a standalone Black Widow 
Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> well, I, I think we're all excited for what HBO Max is going to be putting out. Uh, hopefully, hopefully within that DC content, you know, Suicide Squad. I think James Gunn will do something good for that. I don't know when that's coming out, but I'm excited for that one too. So, hopefully, we'll see some more content. Um, continuing on with releasing movies i know netflix announced that they're releasing a movie every week i don't know how they're gonna i mean i don't don't know with that but okay (laughs) i have no idea what any of those movies are going to be besides the one with the rock gal gadot and ryan reynolds (laughs) that one looks crazy i think the one two weeks ago now i guess with uh anthony mackie um i like that one I think and, that uh, was that counted as one of them. Yeah, it, yeah, it was. It was good. I think that counted as one of them. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Very nice. I don't know how they plan on. Do- I don't know. Like they're all Netflix original. Is that what they're saying? A movie? Yep, all gonna be. Yep, all Netflix originals. At least they saw the writing on the wall and that everybody else was going to go streaming. So they went for original content. Yeah. True. So, uh, changing subjects a little bit. Um, you know, as we've said before, we want to talk about all streams of pop culture. And sometimes it can be centered around the comic book world. Uh, you know, Brandon and Dorwin and I, you know, all collectors at some rights within our comic books. I just wanted to briefly mention my excitement for what they've been doing with uh, DC's future state right now. Um, really not trying to dive too far into it, but go into how they've been giving some underrepresented people, ethnicities, genders, you know, more of a shot within some of these bigger characters and, and in, in my favorite that I've read so far has definitely been um, the next Batman and spoilers for everybody. Tim Fox, uh, Lucius Fox's son is um, Batman and it, it's been really fun read. And I know Dorwin's reading it. Brandon is not, but I've just been excited. I just wanted to put a plug in there for that. And I don't know what Dorwin's thoughts have been on it so far. Um <laughs> I'll let him speak if he has uh, any. No, I've enjoyed it. Um, like you said, it's really cool to to see um, a black Batman, to see somebody um, in that role for something as iconic as Batman. That's been really cool. I thought the, the story has been uh, well-written. Um, I, now I kind of just wish I had checked all of this out like before it came out because now i'm seeing like other titles in the in the future state um run that i want to check out um the outsiders has yeah. been like that first mm-hmm. teaser was pretty good i want to check out the flash and i want to check out um suicide squad because both of those look interesting I'm, I'm hearing also very good things about wonder woman the new wonder woman um and I believe it is, um, and I don't want to say this incorrectly, but she is, I think she's even more, like, I know uh, Diana Prince is supposed to be Amazonian, but she's more of, more Amazonian as what you would picture in today's world, almost, yeah. you know, um, darker skinned, uh, her name's Yara Floor. And um, so, you know, I think people are really getting behind that one, too. Okay. Yeah, there's there's, a, there's definitely uh, some other ones I want to check out. So hopefully I get the time to do that. If they do the, uh, the graphic novel treatment at the end, I might pick up a couple of those. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think I'm with you on that one. But uh, if you can... Uh, get out there and support your local comic shops and uh, enjoy reading some of this uh, new future state DC. It is only lasting through March, if I remember correctly. So they're only doing, I think, a total of four issues for each series. Yeah, so four or two. Yeah, I think, yeah, it's a relatively short run. That Batman is probably sold out, huh? Um, 
I, th- I think everything given on, yeah. yeah, given everything that's going on, um, certain stores may still have it. Yeah, I, the second one came out last week, and I, it was it was good. Um, so I, I think they were doing a second printing of the first issue, so you might be able to grab a second printing of that. So, but all right, and as we always do, we end our podcast with a question. Uh, from uh you know the three of us hopefully one day we'll be taking questions from viewers but <laughs> or you know uh or listeners excuse me and uh we have a, mr dl howard here has come up with a question for today and i will let him take the take it away all right um so i feel like you know everybody out there listening i know the three of us everybody has something that uh probably near and dear to them that for whatever reason the masses didn't like or the powers that be didn't think they were making enough money off of it and it ended up getting canned before it it really got a chance to uh to blossom and be what it could be so what form it could be any form of media comic book uh tv show movie franchise what is something that you feel like got canceled um before it really had a chance to to show that it could be something great or to become something great, something that had the potential. Let's let's uh, let's go ahead and already start. Great is a uh, relative <laughs> word for me, uh, but oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> uh, but yeah, either one of you guys want to want to answer that first, and if you have more than one answer, that's that's cool too. Yeah, I mean, hey man, it was your uh, your question. You can go ahead and. Fired away, man. I know you were probably thinking about <laughs> that. So, well, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go to comic book round, and uh, it's only right we have the Super Bowl coming up here shortly, and he is performing at halftime. But uh, I know <laughs> I knew exactly. You were many of you this. may not know, but uh, the weekend actually put out a comic book. Uh, I guess like two years ago now, mm-hmm. um, through Marvel, the weekend presents Star Boy number one. Picked that up. The story was crazy. Um, I really enjoyed it. Kept waiting on, you know, the second issue. Never really got a date on that. And then found out a little while later, um, there's like some legal issues going on. Some guy claiming the weekend stole stole his idea. And apparently the only person who can prove that this did or didn't happen one way or the other is Stan Lee. And unfortunately, we lost him. R.I.P. to Stanley, but um, so yeah, that's just kind of in limbo. We may never get a conclusion to that story. That was the thing; like the first, the number one issue, le- ended on a cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. So we don't really know what happens next. And you could like there is so hard to find information on it online. Like, which I mean, I guess is the case when there's a lawsuit going on. Mom's the word, but uh. Yeah, I hope they get settled and we get that back because I feel like that book had a lot of potential. I picked it up as one of those weird one-offs. Like, I wouldn't call myself the biggest Weekend fan. He's cool. So I just, you know, I like I do like the music comic book tie-ins. Um, I love the Marvel hip-hop covers, the hip-hop variants. But um, so that's why I picked it up. But then I was, like, pleasantly surprised at how good it was. It was, like, a really good book. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Hope that's one that uh, gets resolved. Probably not, but it deserved better. I'm not mad at that. I give you that one. I I enjoy that one, and I every time I see that commercial for the Super Bowl now, I keep telling Caroline, I'm like, oh yeah, here's a comic. <laughs> Dorman bought it. Dorman <laughs> the fact that they ended it after one uh, issue. <laughs> yes. I'll check that out. Try to maybe find it online somewhere and read it. I know you told me about it uh, back then too, so I got to check that one out for sure. Yeah, support the weekend, but don't be upset when you realize how good it is. And, <laughs> and that's, that's all that. you got. <laughs> that's all you got. <laughs> okay, cool. Did you want to go, Paul? Or. You know, I've been racking my brains for this one. You know, I think there's a lot of things that we can always say 
you know, ended poorly. <laughs> um, but but they had an ending. They had like the the written ending, uh, uh, something that's always left on a cliffhanger. Like I can, I, I, I've thought of two things, and both of them are not good. Um, <laughs> but they, what I could wish would be better for. Um, the first is a guilty pleasure of mine. I absolutely loved the Channing Tatum G.I. Joe movie. I loved it. I don't know why. It was it was machismo at its finest. I know. And it's but I've I've watched the G.I. Joe show when I was a kid. I loved playing with those action figures. And it, that's an action movie and like they had everything. And I know they brought Channing Tatum back, but I loved uh what's his face as uh, well. Which one Marlon was in it? Um Marlon, I loved him in it. I, I loved the girls that were in it. They were fun. They, there was action. And I know The Rock is The Rock. But, like, they changed the story a little bit on me. Like, I wish they would have brought the original crew back mm-hmm. for the second one. That's that's kind of the weird. And, and I'm not saying it's good because that's, again, to that definition of what I was talking about. Maybe defining what is good. But I think this one is a little more thought provoking and a little bit more of an out, a roundabout way. Um, not ending too soon, but ending super poorly. Spider-Man three, the Rami Spider-Man oh. trilogy by, by far one of the worst <laughs> trilogy endings ever either, either end it at two or give me a fourth one to try to fix your mistakes from the spider, the third one, like, so much went on in that third. Oh, I mean, we don't have to go through it again. The strolling down the street <laughs> is now pictured in my mind, and him dancing. Yo, that the scene was street. fire. Don't the you do that, that? <laughs> <laughs> those sick dance moves. Oh, I will say it does give us one of the best gifts out there with uh, Harry Osborne yeah. giving a little wink. You know, you know, I, 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 that's a great gift to use, but. That I, that was the death of Spider-Man. <laughs> like, damn, guys, come on. You have, like, those first two Spider-Mans are still considered some of the better comic book movies, even after everything MCU and DC have done right now. Like, people still love those first two. I watched them not too long ago. But that third yeah. one... That third one is a <laughs> pile of poo, <food. laughs> and and that is not how it should have gone out. So I'm going to say that the third one doesn't exist, and it was ended. By I can agree with you. Die and be a hero, or live long enough to see yourself become a good one. That 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 was right? definitely a drop off. Which and GI Joe does hold a, a special place for me. That was that was the first movie I uh, and I went on a date to see, the very first one. So, and I, I mean, I enjoyed that one. I think, I don't know, I guess it's just hard to believe The Rock is taking orders from anybody. So, like, whatever franchise he gets into, he ends up becoming the lead. Um, you know, oh, Fast yeah. and Furious. Taking over again. Sorry, he's crying. I get why it happened. Yeah, so, yeah, did. they probably, they had just casted somebody else. So was, was, he, was he Roadblock? Or is he somebody else? I don't know. Whoever he was in the second G.I. Joe, they just casted somebody else, then they probably didn't have to kill Channing Tatum off in the first five minutes. Spoiler alert. But even even with that, though, because there was some star power in the yeah. first one. And they the didn't Channing bring Marlon Williams back, did they? And he's he, not in the second one, is he? No. And then they added Bruce Willis, too. No, he's not. Yeah, which was stupid. Um, uh, but uh, that's just because I'm not a big Bruce Willis fan right now. What did Bruce like, Willis do? Um, yeah, but no matter. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah, but he, I mean, um, what's his face? Uh, oh, where is his, Dennis Quaid was in it, but um. The guy who's the bad guy. Um, oh, uh, I'm, I'm, uh, Jordan. Um, George, yeah. Joseph yeah. Gordon-Levitt. Yeah, he, he's Cobra Commander, which I thought was hilarious. And like, that's just a perfect, another perfect example of um, using like your big villain in your first movie. I mean, we've talked about this a little bit before, but like 
you know, how they always use the biggest villain in the first movie. And then if it's not a success, well, you at least you shot your shot. But if it's a success, you're like, oh, shit, what yeah. do I do now? <laughs> so, all right. Sorry, I'm done talking. <laughs> no, you're good, man. You brought up some good points. Dang, Spider-Man 3, why'd you do us like that? <laughs> but you know what, though? I'll actually watch that over The Amazing Spider-Man 2, so. Yeah, I, I would agree. Hey, that was a waste of Jamie Foxx. For as much as I am a Spider-Man fan, which, folks, on here, I am a huge Spider-Man fan. Still haven't seen Amazing Spider-Man 2. You're not missing anything, to be honest with you. At all. That's yeah. why I'm not planning on... You know what's funny about it. that movie? The first time I ever saw it, it was like this early, early cut on somebody's computer that they had. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? They're probably going to twist around some of these scenes. And <laughs> they're going to edit a little bit. It's going to be a better movie. Nope, nope. It was the same exact movie when I went to go see it in theaters. And I said, oh, okay, well... That's 15 bucks I'll never have back. <laughs> oh, I think that movie broke up Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone. They were dating? <laughs> yeah. Oh, damn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Emma Stone's hot. I have like this like crush on her, man. <laughs> oh, oh. Zombieland Emma Stone? Yes, sir. Sorry, Dr. Umar. Um. <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, there's, a, there's a small population going to get that joke. <laughs> oh, uh, All right, Brandon. Uh, I had turn, a couple uh, mainly TV shows. Um, have you guys ever seen the Limitless show? They used to come on, I want to say, USA. I saw the movie, but I never saw the show. Yeah, um, I think it's it might still be on Netflix. I'm not sure. That's where I watched it, but uh, no, that was a really good show, and uh, it kind of took off like you know the 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 events that happened after the movie, and uh, I thought it was really good, and I was really sad that it only got one season. I thought that was a a really good concept that didn't get to get flushed out fully. Um. Number two would be High Fidelity that came on Hulu with uh, Zoe Kravitz. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that was canceled. Wasn't that like really recent? Yeah, yeah. Would it came out, uh, I want to say last year, 2019. My times are kind of mixed up as far as years go. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, no, it was a really good show and they canceled that way too soon. Hopefully it gets picked up somewhere else. But for right now, it's uh, it's officially done. Um, I got another one called Sense Eight. Um, that was a Netflix show that was really good as well. Uh, I do remember. Yeah, it's about a group of people who are all kind of psychically linked. So, for instance, if Paul is really good at computer hacking, or and I needed to hack a computer, I could tap into his knowledge and do it in real time. Like you know, kind of it's it's a really interesting show, and I thought that was really good and. uh, the fans actually brought it back for a two-hour movie to kind of conclude the story. And uh, I think that just kind of shows how powerful and, like, <laughs> how dope, like, the fandom was for it. And, uh, yeah, but it, it got cut too soon. And lastly, The Get Down. I really would have liked to see uh, some more from that. But, you know, Netflix and canceling yeah. shows too soon. Yeah, they did end rather abruptly. Yeah. And, uh, just thought of this one while we were. Oh, I'm sorry. Go oh, ahead. No, go ahead, bro. No, I just thought of it while we were sitting here. I do feel like Altered Carbon kind of got shuffled off quietly. Wait, that's canceled? Oh yeah, it did. Oh, it did. that yep. is canceled. Yes. We've talked about <laughs> oh, no. that's messed up. Hold on, edit, edit, edit. No, that's fucked up. Why do they do that? Then? <laughs> Come on, man. No more Takashi Kovacs. Uh... Somebody got to get that. Yeah. I, you know what it was. I gave yeah. you the money. That's that a, was the yeah, most that, expensive that show. That was crazy. And the special effects were ridiculous. 
I thought it was their most expensive show, and they were and they're starting. I I feel like they're starting to get bigger hitters in their movies, so they'd rather spend money in their movies because yeah. they're starting to get big time. Like it was just the story was so crazy that that could never be a movie. Mm-mm. They would leave so much out. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Oh yeah. For that sure. scene where uh, where they're kind of like mentally torturing him in that hospital or whatever place that is, and he gets out and he just starts going on a rampage. <laughs> Yeah, man. It's fucking amazing. Shout out to Anthony Mackie and uh, what's my oh, guy's man. name? Yeah. Joel Kenny. Yeah, I like them both. As, something like you that. Know, like that character, uh, Kovach. So, I don't know, man. That that really does suck. Yeah. It, yeah. I also heard they were looking at casting like a, he was going to be a woman in the next season. Oh, no. That, that like his been new been sleeve. Been so, yeah. I, I was too. interested in seeing that. But, yeah. Whatever. Oh, they could have got they could have played that, yeah. Oh god, they could have done that so well because they could have done a woman one year and then like continued that adversity yeah. every single time. I would have loved to see the woman from uh six eight since eight, excuse me. Um, who was kind of like she could just really she could fight really well. They everybody relied on her when they needed to like handle a large group of people. Um, I'm forgetting her name. Mm. Sorry for the audience and everything like that, but uh. Yeah, that would have been cool to see. Um, and it lastly for the movies that I thought were kind of cut down too soon. Power Rangers, the most recent one. I don't know why they're not making another one. And Hellboy. <laughs> I think Ron Perlman really should have got like another shot at it. Cause I, I liked both of his movies and yeah. I did uh, I liked I liked no, you're good. Sorry. I was I was just gonna say the same thing. I like Ron Perlman. It's Hellboy better. Yeah. I didn't watch the newest one, but then I heard it was poo, so it was like, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) It is not good. I can confirm that it is, in fact, poo. But (laughs) David Harbour, I love you, man. (laughs) I didn't like how they did Ron, man. Yeah, I did think Ron Perlman, huh? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Like, he just embodied Hellboy. I feel like he did a really good job. The Power Ranger movie. I wanted to like it so bad, but I was kind of in the middle on that one. Really? Yeah, like I don't know. It was I don't know. It it just didn't That's fair. Like after the the excitement of we got a Power Ranger movie wore off, it was like eh, was that really that good? That's fair. But I hear they are rebooting it, so I've heard they're rebooting it too, and I think they're gonna do that until it sticks because people still like power. I'll never forget hanging outside the law school, man. Like I was just talking about what I was doing this weekend, and once I said I'm going probably gonna see the power in this movie, you could have seen like the faces that like lit up. You're like, <laughs> oh, bro, I was trying to go see it. I ain't gonna tell nobody. Kind of the situation. <laughs> we were in there like ten deep. I think Power Rangers is one of those things where. I mean, once you put it on the big screen, yeah, it can't be too cheesy, but it's one of those movies where Hollywood underestimates how badly we just want to see what we've seen before. Mm-hmm. Just redo it. Mm-hmm. So I think when they start switching things up a little bit too yeah. much, it gets kind of yeah, kind of murky. So, the whole morphing situation, I was kind of like, eh. Yeah, and see, that's what I'm saying. Like, when I, like after you step away from it and the excitement wears off and you just think about what you just saw yeah. there were parts of it there were some there were some plot holes yeah and goldar and rita and all this. uh yeah I, I understand the criticism i i personally was you know i'm a big power Rangers yeah. fan hell i was just watching a new uh season uh operation overdrive that i had never seen like a couple of weeks ago and uh yeah man power rangers is kind of cheesy at points but like i don't know i just i like the feeling of feeling like a yeah. kid again yeah and I think, I mean, they probably could have fixed it if they had done a, like a sequel for that one. But I guess they, I don't know. I guess it makes just as much sense to restart it. I don't know. I don't know why, but the thing I remember the most about that is how much damn product. Oh, Krispy Kreme was all like, over yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> Krispy Kreme. Jesus, that was terrible. Krispy Kreme was all over that. Oh, and not to bring this back to the ones I've picked again, but just doing a little quick research. There were supposed to be 
a Spider-Man five and Spider-Man six. Let's just put, like there were supposed to be uh-huh. six Spider-Man movies from the Rami Sam Rami. Started so strong. I'd have been for so, it, yeah, but it's not going to be anything like the third one. <laughs> well, apparently the studio intervened. And I mean, they been in there. Uh, yes, that is what I'm reading. I hear too is that like they. <laughs> How do you cancel a whole franchise that you messed up? So was his idea? Did he make it bad on mm-hmm. purpose? Then? Did he really screw the studio over? Who knows? And no, us at the same time, still making billions <laughs> off of Spider-Man. Isn't isn't Spider-Man still the most profitable? movie for uh, superhero movie franchise like even when you combine all of the Marvel movies together really? that aren't Spider-Man I remember some reading some I remember reading some statistic because like you had the like 70s Marvel uh, Spider-Man movies like back in the day uh, I remember watching one time then like I think with all five because there's been five of them before really the MCU kind of took off or a little bit. I'd, that'd be something. I, I, my facts probably. I mean, there. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, uh, it may have switched up maybe when like Infinity War hit, but I would not be surprised. Yeah, and honestly, before the MCU, Spider Man is pretty much like he was the face of Marvel Comics. Like I, I couldn't tell you a more popular character mm-hmm. outside of Batman, maybe Superman, because you know, like just household names that everybody knew. Everybody knows Spider Man. Yeah. Yeah, in 2007, I don't know how many people knew Iron Man, but everybody knew Spider-Man. Yeah, that's true. So just in general, I'm reading right here, Spider-Man films alone have made $6.3 billion. (laughs) The wall crawlers. Is that only the Tobey Maguire ones, or is that all? Oh, okay, okay. No, that's all of them, including including Into the Spider-Verse. Uh, that's still a crazy stat. So, yeah, but uh, that's just showing Spider-Man Four killed, Spider-Man Three killed <laughs> Four, Five, and Six for us. So yes, they ended <laughs> Um <laughs> Speaking of franchises, and I didn't see it. Maybe you guys did, but the uh, well, I guess they're calling the Godzilla King Kong thing the MonsterVerse. I don't know what it was supposed to be called, but the one that Universal was working on, that the Mummy was supposed to be kicking off. Mm. Uh, no, it, actually, the Mummy didn't kick that one off, though. Oh yeah, it was that Dracula Tomb of movie Dracula with. Uh, oh, I that one, one dude everybody remembers. <laughs> yeah, he's like a a broke man's Johnny Depp. Hold on, I'm about to look this man's name up. Yeah. I'm about to drag him to the mud <laughs> like this. <laughs> he was in the Three Musketeers. Like I've seen him in a bunch of stuff, but I just Luke I don't Evans. Yeah, like I know yeah. exactly <laughs> who this guy is. But I just <laughs> did not, for the life of me, remember his name. But yeah, so I did see the Dracula movie. Didn't see the Mummy, so I don't know. Apparently, that's what killed it. But Russell Crowe was in that as well as um, they introduced him as uh, Doctor Jackal mm-hmm. and Mister Hyde. I didn't mind that. I think that would have been cool if they had gotten it out, but apparently they made it too much of an action movie and not enough of a horror movie. Yeah, for sure. So. I think they were just trying to, everybody was just trying to copy um, the uh, MCU. Marvel at that time, yeah. Uh, side note, back to Luke Evans. Go go watch Professor Martinson in the Wonder okay. Woman. It is. I think it was on Hulu last time I checked. It is a great biopic about the creator of Wonder Woman and how he. So he plays this, the guy who create who created Wonder Woman. Uh, Professor Martinson, I think his name is. Um, William Moultrin Martinson. And so this guy um, had two wives <laughs> the whole entire time. And then okay. both the wives helped Shout out to Lou Will. him create Wonder Woman. <laughs> 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 so go check it out because it's a very interesting story because um, in layman's term, it sounds like this guy who created Wonder Woman was really into some S&M 
with his two wives hence like the corset that wonder woman wears and her lasso of truth when she's tying people up and then always would tie people up um and like in all of the early comics that he was writing and drawing it depicted her always being tied up um (laughs) i'm going way out of the left field here i know but it's it's a really interesting story but he actually did wonder woman a lot of justice because he gave her powers and like at a time where women didn't i mean shoot in the 30s when 30s and 40s when women didn't have anything you know essentially from like a power mm-hmm. perspective within a male culture and so like when he passed away and stopped writing it right away they took wonder woman's powers away so it's an interesting okay uh, yeah i'll check that life. out So, uh, <laughs> edit that one out there. Oh, <laughs> oh, you don't want to leave that one in? <laughs> if you want to, but no. I'm oh no, just, I think I that's a dope. Just like I, I've yeah, never heard of that. Yeah. And I mean, if somebody's listening and they, you know, BDSM aside, you know. Anyway. <laughs> there you go. Well. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for taking a listen to us tonight on our assorted ramblings. This is the Three Nerds Walk Into a Bar podcast, and maybe one day we can actually walk into a bar all together and uh, get this recording going um, for you guys. But until then, you'll be hearing us in different parts (laughs) of this country (laughs) talking about what we love to keep our minds off of things. So. Um, you guys enjoy the rest of your night and I will sign off for myself and I'll let the other two fine gentlemen sign off as well. All right. Stay safe, everybody. Thanks for listening. Yeah, guys, this has been a good one once again. And everybody out there listening, y'all be safe, wear a mask and, you know, just tell somebody you love them. Don't be Bruce Willis. Don't be Bruce Willis. <laughs> don't, be, don't be Bruce Willis. There we go. So.